morning there, peeps. It's been a very entertaining start to the season, hasn't it? I've really, really enjoyed this weekend. You know, just have the football and the crowds and the games on at the same time, you know, and not like one after the other like last season. It makes you realise just how crap last season really was, you know, just just the crowds and the lack of atmosphere last year and even the refereeing and that has been so much better this first weekend, hasn't it? I mean, I know we're going to still have lots of VAR controversies and goals ruled out, etc. But there was really no sign of it this weekend. He didn't really notice VAR. And to be honest, it was really refreshing. You know, I really enjoyed it. And um, I think I've enjoyed everything, really, even Twitter. You know, I've set my, set my mind up that I'm going to um, be a bit more pleasant this year in general. I'm not going to, like, rage block people and um, all that type of thing. You know, so I'm behaving myself a bit better. And um, I was put to the test, Pete. put to the test this week a few times. Some idiot sent me a private message on the Saturday, I think it was, just before even the first game, you know, during the Man United game, because Fernandez had scored goals. And this person knew I didn't have Fernandez. So I got the private message, you know, telling me how useless I was, etc., etc., and how I'd ruined his season. And I pointed out to him that for the last I mean, three years, all I've done is tell people that they should pick their own teams and not listen to anybody else, you know. But apparently I've ruined this guy's season because he saw I didn't have Fernandez, and so he didn't get Fernandez, you know. So um, it was a difficult day, actually, Saturday, because Fernandez got that hat-trick, which I think is more than, more than I'd bargained for, and maybe everyone else had bargained for, too, because it's very unlikely for him to get a hat-trick like that. And um, I'd expected him to get kind of 10 or 15 points, and I wasn't too bothered, you know, because I said before that I'd set my team up for the first three weeks, you know, which, which is what I have. I thought it was much more flexible without him, you know, and I still stand by that. And uh, But it was difficult, you know, when you're looking at your score and it's like 30 or 40 points less than everybody else's, you know, really into the second game of the week. But as it turned out, it ended up pretty good, you know, because I had Greenwood, he got a goal and Sun got a goal as well. And I ended up in the 90s in the end without Fernandez, And it's kind of 10 points off. Most people, I think, the ones that got Ben Rama, etc. You know, I'm a bit behind that crowd. But I did actually, my team did actually beat quite a few teams that did have Fernandez and Salah in. And as I set my team up, like I say, for the three weeks, which is why I put Sun in in the first place. You know, I've already got him. Got Mares, etc. Save for freeze this week. So I'm pretty happy, actually, with my rank and everything. You know, I think I'm about a million and I'm um, quite happy with it. Good start to the season, you know. The only person that didn't really perform was Tony, and uh, even them, you know. I think Brentford are looking good enough that he's going to do well. He's quite a big, bulky sort of a lad, isn't he? So I think he's going to take a few weeks to sharpen up. But um, there's no way I'm taking him out for a while, you know. So I'm pretty happy with my team at the moment. No injuries or anything. And because uh, some someone asked me this morning, they reckon I had a bad game week because um, I went onto Twitter and asked. What was the best way not to see people's scores, you know, because it's blimmin' annoying. Like I said, I was pretty peeved off on Saturday before the second games had even started, you know, to see that I was behind. And Twitter was a nightmare, you know, everyone was posting their scores before we were even onto the main games. And I thought, you know, I don't really want to not have to go on Twitter or to block and mute people because they're always boasting about their scores. So what I did, I went on and asked for words that I could use to mute 
and scores. You know, I've got half a dozen words like green arrow, red arrow. Is this any good? That's a phrase I've muted. Score, I muted score in the end. And, uh, you know, there's a few phrases people use. And I just muted them. And I also muted the numbers in the end. So I muted every single number between 20 and 140. Which took me about half an hour. But um, it's worth it, you know, because since I've done that, my feed's looking so much cleaner now. I'm not seeing anybody's scores. Nothing's winding me up. Because that's really the only thing that winds me up, you know, seeing all people posting their scores all the time. It, like, puts you in a bad mood etc or means that you have to avoid and you know these goons never post their score when they have a bad week you know so it's just annoying it's just very very annoying you know and they suffer from it too when they have a bad week having to put up with people's scores so why bloody do it in the first place you know because if I want to look at people's scores I can go to my mini leagues and look at my score you know and their scores don't want to ram down your throat do you people you don't even know ramming their bloody scores down your throat and the game's only game week's only two games old, you know. So now, peeps, I've got it really looking really good now. You know, there's nothing there to wind me up because um, it's amazing the difference it's made. You know, now I can like find all the news about players, etc., read all the good threads and everything, without having reams and reams of people boasting about their bloody scores. You know, and they've only ended up about five points ahead of everybody else anyway. They only picked a bloody team because they just copied the template. And uh, so we'll see how we get on once the uh, going gets a bit rough anyway, peeps. And uh, that's enough of that anyway. So I've got that off my bloody chest. I'm really, I'm sick. Of, I don't really want to have to leave Twitter, you know. So I'm going to try and make it a more pleasant experience. And I can't believe I didn't think of that last season to um, do that because it's just cleared the feed up so good. Anyway, peeps, so now I think we're going to talk about strategy now because um, I'm coming up with a new strategy. Basically, because I can't be bothered to um, do my usual one. And it's to do with the price changes because normally I'm quite proactive with prices, you know. I mean, there was a time I used to sit up and wait every single day, you know, looking at the price change sites to check if someone's falling, someone's rising. And for the last few seasons, I would never let a player drop, you know, in the first six weeks. Like if Tony was going to drop tonight, normally, yeah, I'd have kicked him out of my team, you know, just because he was going to drop in price. Well, I've come to a conclusion that all that's um, all a bit unnecessary, you know. I'm not um, not even looking at the price sites this season because I don't want to be thinking about FPL all day any more than what I do already. And uh, my main game is focus is um, fan team anyway this season. But I'm thinking that um, I don't think it's going to be detrimental to let the prices slide because the last few seasons, I've often, nearly every week, I've got money left in the bank that just is unused. And if you pick the right players, then you're going to um, not going to be losing much money anyway. I think, and a lot of the times last season, I'd sell a player because they're going to drop in price, and sometimes they didn't even drop in price because the algorithm thingy was wrong. Or if they did drop in price, they'd score the week after I got rid of them and go back up in price, you know, and uh, I would have been better off just holding them anyway. Plus, unlike fan team, you only get half your money back when you sell a player. So really, you have to do so much buying and selling just to make an extra million or two, but it's, I don't think it's really worth it, to be honest. But that's my strategy there, you know, no um, 
early transfers this season, I think, unless I've got someone who's proper injured and there's a not very obvious replacement. Otherwise, I'd just be waiting until near the weekend to make my transfers each week, you know, because I've got to put in a bit of work this season, you know, for all my fan teams, etc. So I'll be doing all them first and then I'll have all the knowledge in by then to be able to make a better choice, you know, rather than raging someone in on a Monday and then having the whole week to uh, regret about it and get uh, more negative news in about other players, etc. that might have made me make a different transfer. Anyway, that's enough about that pizza of the day. I don't think there's really much to go on about apart from that, you know, because there's not much really happening. Um, we got the City players, I suppose. It's a big one this week, isn't it? People wanted to know what City players to get in. This is partly why I got Mares in before the season started, because... I wouldn't have to make any difficult choices. You know, I'm glad I don't have to decide whether to buy one or not. I mean, I've got Mares, and I'm definitely not selling him, obviously. But um, would I buy him now if I didn't already have him? Probably not, you know. So, um, but I'm quite pleased he's there, you know, just in case. Although he hasn't looked fantastic. But I think Pepe was attacking the other wing, wasn't he? He fought Turonga, or whatever his name is, Turanga was uh, the weak link, wasn't it? And he got that all wrong because it turned out he was Tottenham's strongest link. So, um, And in the second half, I was thinking, well, Pep's going to give up on that and he's going to switch to attacking on Mahrez's side of the pitch. But he never did. He kept them in going down that side with Sterling and Grealish. And uh, they weren't achieving very much, really, were they? It was too near the touchline the whole time. And uh, Grealish was pretty well taken care of and uh, Sterling was a bit of a non-existent, you know, but they never really gave Mahrez that much of the ball. You know, he had that one chance, but he kind of slipped, didn't he? And uh, missed it. So whether he's there or not at the weekend, none of us know, do we? But like I say, I'm glad he's in there anyway. And we'll just have to wait and see. I think if I had the choice of who to pick now, I would have chosen Grealish, actually, instead of Mahrez. Because I think he's the one that is most nailed on to play. And they probably won't play him and Sterling together this time. So Grealish might get sort of more of an opportunity. And against Norwich, it's going to be a lot easier on playing Tottenham, isn't it? But the same's true of Mahrez, so we'll have to wait and see. But I'm kind of thinking I might have been better off choosing Grealish. But at the time, there was less um, less certainty he was going to start in game week one, I think. So I thought I'd go with Mahrez instead. And uh, we shall see, you know. But other than that, like I said, I'm quite happy with my team and I'd Quite happy to save for free this week because I love having two free transfers in the bank. You know, it gives you so much more flexibility and it just uh, feels better. You know, you feel more in control of your team when you've got two free transfers. Anyway, peeps, that's about it for the day. I'll just tell you that I'm on um, Elite FPL stream on Wednesday night, 6pm UK time. So we've been trying to get that together for a few weeks now, but blooming Steve-O keeps catching COVID. You know, every time I see him, he's got COVID. You know, so I bet he's better now, apparently. So uh, we'll see, Pete. But I wouldn't get too close to him, you know, just in case. But um, we'll be uh, doing our stream 6pm UK time. So that should be quite good. And I'll uh, talk to you all later anyway, Pete. So uh, cheers for now. <laughs>